Come on. Welcome to Money Savage, Savage Approach Personal Finance. This is George Grumbacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Mark Singer. Mark, are you ready to do this? Absolutely. Let's do it, George. Yes, let, let's do this. Mark is a CFP. He's the president of Safe Harbor Retirement Planning. He's the author of Don't Outlive Your Money in Retirement. Seven key steps, making sure that you don't do that. I'm excited to have you on. Mark, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Well, let me start with the why I do what I do, because it's, it's at the core of, really, I, I think as, I, as I've matured in this business and as a person, what I realize what I really am all about, helping people. And I really enjoy that, whether it was coaching my daughter up in soccer or basketball, whether it was, you know, helping my granddaughter with regards to the gymnastics, you know, or just teaching or doing webinars of helping and guiding people. Um, Because I truly believe in enjoying the journey, and I hope that other people will be able to do so as well. Well, I certainly appreciate that. And... You know, this idea of, of enjoying the journey, that's something that, that, well, probably some people are doing that really well. Some people are not. We're too focused on the destination, but that's probably the conversation for, for another day. When it comes to retirement, though, uh, how, how do you think about that? How, how, how do you help people to enjoy the journey up to and then during retirement? Well, you, know, you, you mentioned destination, and I think it's a good place to start, because I, I think our industry has done a pretty lousy job of educating people. I think that they focus on the, uh, the, des- the, the end point rather mm-hmm. than how to get there. There was an insurance company years ago who talked about on all their TV commercials that you needed you know, $1.856 million in order to enjoy retirement, and they were missing the real message to people, which is what the takeaway should have been, which was, how do I get there? How do I, on a day-to-day basis, manage my life, balance all that I have to do personally, financially, with the kids, etc., and also, you know, put money away towards what I hope to be a successful retirement. So, you know, what we try to do with our clients, what I do when I teach, is to really make it an individual conversation. In other words, I'm not going to tell you you have to put X amount of way for retirement or tell you that you even need to put money away for retirement, because it all depends on what age you're at, what situation you're in, what your goals are. So I think planning, which is the real key, is more about understanding what you need and what you want and how you want to live your journey and then design a plan or a model to fit what your needs are. Nice. Yeah, I, I appreciate all that. $1.856 million, huh? That was the number? Well, you know, it was pretty funny because they started out saying, you know, 1.856, And it was like, then, then you saw him get hit by a bus, and then you saw the number go up in flames. Ooh. And it was like, oh, Ooh. something happened, right? You know, with the market, you know, was crashing. But it, it was a bad message. If I said to you, George, you're, you're 32 years old or you're 44 years old, and I said, you need $1.8 million in retirement, you'd look at me and you'd go, um... I can't do that. I, I don't know how to do that. 
all right, I'm not going to do that. And that's where we end up as a society. We, we are lousy savers. We, we are lousy at disciplining ourselves, at putting the money away for long-term goals. We're stuck on the short-term goals and have to deal with those. But if I said to you, like I've learned with my clients many years ago, who weren't, didn't necessarily become wealthy in the traditional definition of wealthy. They worked for an organization for many, many years, put $5 a week, $100 a month, whatever it was away for a long period of time, and ended up over that time compounding the money, having enough money to lead their life. They didn't have a million dollars or two million dollars or five million dollars. They may have only had 300 or 500 or 800,000, but it was enough to secure their financial independence and to lead their life at the next part of the journey, the next chapter, which is retirement. So we need to get you know, a, a message to people about what to do today, not so much focused on this, oh my gosh, you need a million eight. Uh-oh, I can't do that. I'm not going to do it. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 a demotivating demotivating number right there. One point eight million, a million dollars. It's it's so abstract, um, and I, I have to imagine that that just causes people to 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 maybe even shut down and they say, you know what, I'll worry about this later. And another year goes by, versus giving people and and helping them to. I'm I'm about to use the word demotivating and then empower in, in two separate sentences, yes. but that's really what we're doing, right? Or what what you're working to do right. is is to empower them to, to to be taking those actions today. So so much of what we do, you know, we our mantra is, you know, you've worked hard for it. We want you to enjoy it. But what's it? Hmm. How do you define it? Right? What is retirement? It's different for everybody. So you know, the seven steps that I write about in the new book you know, uh, don't outlive your money in retirement, which is the number one financial fear people have. So the seven steps takes the client along the whole process of planning and identifying what you need and where you need to get to and what tasks you need to address with regards to the finances. But believe it or not, a bigger fear for many is what do I do for the rest of my life? How do I have a fulfilling and rewarding retirement, because I see lots of people with enough money that they don't have to worry about the money part of it, but they lead an empty or unfulfilling life because they haven't dealt with that other piece. And I believe, again, because most of my clients you know, have enough money, however they define that, to pursue their financial goals, we spend a lot of time talking to them about preparing for and the transition into retirement because what do you do with that 40, 50, 60 hours of the work week that you no longer are going to work? What do you do? And one of the reasons I w wrote the book, George, was because of this pandemic, right? All of a sudden, it's a look into what retirement might be. Hmm. You no longer have a place to go to work to, and now you're home with your spouse. You know, she may have signed up for you for life, but not for lunch, right? <laughs> I mean, you know, it, not necessarily 24-7. So... We really have to figure out and understand boundaries, roles. You know, how do we now figure out, you know, uh, my, my great, uh, best, most recent story is I've got a couple, they're about to retire this year, and I said to him, so what keeps you up at night? He says, well, I can play golf three days a week, but I don't know what I'm going to do the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. And I turned to her, and I said, 
well, what keeps you up at night? Because you're retiring as well. She says, I don't know what I'm going to do with him. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's a real issue. And you know, again, I think our industry has focused on the wrong things. Yes, money is important, and we can help you manage the process, the journey, the assets themselves. But even more important is finding true balance, a reward, and a reason to get up in the morning. Yeah, amen. I think that's really well said right there. And who knows why the industry hasn't hasn't focused on on the things that are probably way more important to your point. Um, so, how are, are are there certain areas or quadrants, for lack of a better term, that you encourage people to be thinking about? Other than what are you going to do? Is it how are you going to spend your time? What's 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 going to replace? You know, going to an office. Those those. What are some of those kinds of prompts or, or, or questions? Well, you know, it, it, it sort of begs the question, when do I start thinking about retirement, mm. right? You know, the flippant answer is, oh, when you're 22, right? <laughs> sure. uh, but we're not ready for that, and we've got other things going on. And so I talk with a lot of people who, you know, initially, you know, if they're in their early to mid-50s, um, hopefully. Um, I actually got a call just the other day from somebody who was 47, and I was thrilled because he was eight to ten years away and you know we could start to do the planning and set himself up and understand what his bucket lists were to call me the day before you're about to retire doesn't give you enough time to really understand what you need to do and how to prepare and the first thing you have to do is get the money in 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 order that is the foundation if you don't have enough money to pursue your goals then your retirement may be filled with part-time work or consulting work to fill the void for finances. AARP says the majority of people who go to uh, look to retire at their normal retirement age don't. They defer it. And the number one reason is because they don't have enough money. Mm-hmm. So we, the, the initial thing we do in the seven-step process that we put forward is really to define you know, first, you know, what your income needs are, how do you maximize your social security, how do you minimize your taxes, how do you take care of your spouse? That's a big question. How do you, how do you make sure you don't take more uh, risk on your money than you should? Once we put that into place, along with what your bucket list items are and what your values and vision is, then you have the start of a plan. I have one client that all he wants to do is go down to Naples, Florida and sit on the beach 24-7. That's his definition of a fulfilling retirement. I have another client who's so busy, she says to me, I don't know how I had enough time to work before. So we have to have these conversations beforehand. We have to prompt our clients, many of whom are couples, you know, to have conversations with each other to say, what are the two of you now going to do in this next chapter of life as it changes? Sometimes if, let's say, he retires and, you know, she hadn't been working, um, she now goes to work. (laughs) You know, um, if they're both working and one or the other has to retire, then you have to navigate the time and the finances and the goals together. We do a lot of those conversations. So, it's so much more than the money. It's really talking about life. When we have our you know, reviews with our clients for an hour, five minutes is on money management. Hmm. The rest of it is on life and goals and visions and what's happening. What you, what's happening during this pandemic? These have been very interesting conversations. How has it changed our life, our perspective? 
perspective on things. Um, so I learn as much from my clients as hopefully they learn from me. And my reward is to see them really, you know, transition into and then enjoy the journey of retirement. Yeah, yeah, I certainly appreciate that. And it's it, it, it's interesting, right? It's been it's been sort of a dress rehearsal for for cohabitating in, 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 in a way that, that so many people haven't done it. And that's probably been great for some and, and really not so great for others, but it's given them opportunity to to be able to, 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 to sort of test certain things out. And I think that you touched on a really, really important thing, which, which are boundaries. And I have to imagine that that's not necessarily the easiest thing for people to, if they haven't had them all along, or if they're going to be in a new scenario, which retirement is going to be, to put those into place. It, it, it's not easy. You know, it, money, if you just start with the conversation of money, it's really been a taboo conversation for yeah. many years. And it's very difficult. You know, when somebody comes into a typical advisor or broker's office, it's about money management, growing the money, yada, yada, yada. They don't get very much past that conversation. But once you do, and I, what I found interesting was a number of years ago, we started to have dinners with clients uh, because I wanted to take them out of the office environment and to, and to not be stuck in that traditional conversation that they thought they had to have with me in the office. And when we had those, those, those meetings and we had dinner, we talked about life and what kept them up at night, you know, and what, what really stirred them, both, if you will, using your words, the demotivating and the empowering. What, you know, what is the fear? What's the greed? What's the joy? And you, you just get to a deeper level of understanding. And as uh, that informed me in terms of wh- how I needed to then be um, more personalize and customize with regards to the advice and guidance that we give to each and every client, because every client ticks differently, but if you don't get past the conversation of just the money, you may never get there. Yeah, I think that the odds are, are probably pretty slim that, 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 that you'd ever actually get there. And I, I imagine that there's a lot of people out there that uh, made a whole relationship out of sort of working their way around one another. So if people have never done that before, is there, is how, 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 how do you counsel people just from a DIY perspective to start having these conversations with their significant other, with their family? Um, you know, so it's, it's all about planning, right? And, and I think that one of the things, again, that our industry has not done well is, okay, you need a million eight. Well, how do you break it down to get there? All right, we want to retire. What is retirement? What is the vision of retirement? Who in retirement? How are we going to act with each other in retirement? What's important to us? Those are the conversations that you have to have with each other before you even get started. It's like creating a business. If you don't have a business mission, if you don't have values for the business, how are you going to run the business successfully? Think about retirement as your next business. Once you understand what your mission statement is, what your values are, what keeps you up at night, how the two of you are going to uh, interact with each other, then you step back 
And from a monetary perspective, the number one thing you need to understand is what is your cash flow need in retirement? Don't go directly to the money management. Again, our industry's done that wrong. They teach you to just go to money management and get as much return as you can. That changes in retirement. That's no longer the issue. The issue is if, to get you to a point where you have enough cash flow to have the flexibility to pursue whatever your dreams are. So get a cash flow worksheet, work on it with the two of you together. Then, then you need to model your money management in a way that you don't take on more risk than you need to in order to generate the income that you need. We call that the personalized investment benchmark. And it's a part of the process that we, that we utilize. But again, The conversation you, you had, either if you were a DIY, a do-it-yourself, or you're with an advisor or broker, was, I need to accumulate as much money as possible. When you go to retire, you move into a different phase of financial planning. We call it the distribution phase. And now money management is no longer as important as it is to generate the income you need on as tax-efficient basis as you can get. I like it. Good stuff. Well, Mark... Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? You know, I think it's all about a true understanding of what it is you want out of life. It's not always about the money. I, I, I have learned that in my 32 years of business. I have clients who have 200000 I have clients who have $15 million. And there really is no difference between those two people or the people in between except for how they view themselves and how they want, wish to enjoy the journey and it's my role to make sure that they're guided properly and one of the things that you know that that i've learned along the way because i've spoken for years on the topic of financial education and financial literacy is you know i, I want to give your listeners you know not more than just the education if you will i want to give them something to act prepared are they for retirement? That's the question. So along with the seven-step book that we put together, and that quiz is a quick three-minute, 15-question quiz, and once you finish it, it will give you clarity in terms of what your preparedness is for retirement. And you can find that at retirenowquiz.com. That's retirenowquiz.com. And one of the things I've also learned is, because I'm a consumer as well, give me as much as you can, right? You not, once you finish the quiz, I'll also get you a free chapter of the book. And also in that chapter are a couple of worksheets, including a cash flow worksheet that I referred to before, to help you get started along the way to get a better handle on what you need to do to be pre- Well, I think that that is great stuff. That definitely gets, come on. Come on. Mark, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? Uh, I am at 55retire.com. That's the number, 55retire.com. Or just go directly to the quiz at retirenowquiz.com. Perfect. Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Mark your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to retirenowquiz.com. Take the quiz. Get that free chapter of Mark's book with the cash flow worksheets and... Start getting everything moving in the right direction. Thanks again, Mark. George, thank you. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight as we are all in this together.
I know how important it is for me to hit reset, to refocus, reprioritize, and even reprogram myself every quarter or so in order to make sure that my mind, my body, and my money are where they need to be. These days, we are all going hard constantly with so many demands on our time, our attention. And that's why I created the Strive Online Bootcamp, to be able to take a step back, to ensure that we're optimized in three key areas of our lives, our minds, our bodies, and our money. And I'd love for you to come with me on this two-week journey. You can click on the link in the notes of the show, or you can go to strivedetox.com. Check out the program. I'd love to have you a part of it.